Welcome to Wisdom Talk Radio, a collaborative community of explorers in conscious living. Expansion, limitation, separation, connection. They're all powerful words and they perhaps have a different meaning for each of us. But the question that I have to ask you is, do you remember who you really are? Do you feel yourself as part of the whole, the human family, the planet, the universe? How would the world be if each of us remembered our connection with the whole of life? Whether this is your life journey, or if you only consider this possibility for a moment, feel into it. Take a breath and feel into it. And then stay with me to receive today's guest here on Wisdom Talk Radio. I'm Laurie Seymour, host of Wisdom Talk Radio and CEO and founder of the Baca Institute. Go there to discover your creative advantage by taking the Creative Innovator Quiz. Find out your personal innovator style so you can open your life flow and make everything easier. Learn to optimize your ability to create more in less time while enjoying every minute. My guest today is Adam C. Hall who is committed to helping individuals unlearn the beliefs, behaviors, and habits that shield them from discovering their divine genius, the key to acknowledging and activating their true divine selves. In his new book, Divine Genius, The Unlearning Curve, Adam shares the 13 universal wisdom teachings and the genius process that led to his transformation. Discovered on the extraordinary journey, and it truly is, was, um, that took him from the shores of Santa Barbara, California, to the jungles of Brazil and Peru. And he is passionate about sharing this information with the world. Through his books, including the first book in his autobiographical trilogy, The Earth Keeper, Undeveloping the Future, his 40 keynotes, and more than 60 radio and television show interviews, Adam continues to seek ways to elevate consciousness. So you can know that this is a man after my own heart. <laughs> Today, he is the founders and CEO of the Genius Studio and creator of the Genius Process. Welcome, Adam, to Wisdom Talk Radio. I'm really thrilled that you are here. Well, I'm thrilled to be here with you, Lori. It's wonderful to be back and welcome in 2022 and all the things that it may bring, challenging yeah. or otherwise. So <laughs> nice, nice to be with all of you and, and, and your audience today. Great. Thank you. So do you mind if we dive headlong into all the things that I'd love to talk with you about today? Well, let's do it. Okay. <laughs> So it's a big question that I have to begin with. And, and that is, what do you see as the most pressing change we are being asked to make personally and collectively in this time? That is a big question. And, um, and while 
that is uniquely individual uh, in many ways, but also that question applies to the, the greater totality of what's happening with Earth, our Mother Earth, and the great crises and challenges we're facing both in the collective field, but also in the individual field. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to take a little bit of a different approach. Okay. And the approach I would offer is not one that separates the collective from the individual, mm-hmm. but one that invites us into a, a, a unification of both our inner and outer world. Mm-hmm. So the question is, is what do I see as that great challenge that we're facing individually and collectively? Mm-hmm. And um, I'm a bit known for kind of getting down into uh, the bottom line, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> And so what I offer uh, in, in share in my recent book, The Divine Genius, The Unlearning Curve, is uh, an outgrowth of my work with A Course in Miracles for the last 18 years and also some of my shamanic training, but also through my own personal experience of what I see of what became the, new, the number one challenge that, that, that I have faced personally and also the number one challenge I believe that the the planet is facing Mm -hmm. on a, on a personal level. Uh, Of course, the outside picture is a reflection of our inward condition. Mm -hmm. All that said, if we looked at what is happening on the individual level and the collective level, there's one problem There's one problem and there's one solution. (laughs) And the beauty of what I would put forth is that um, the problem is the solution. And this is what gives us reason to really lean into this problem because when we understand and know the problem, we also have the solution to this problem that's facing our planet, our humanity, and ourselves individually. And all of that said, I want to mention that you shared a key word, and that is our separation. It is our separation from ourselves, our sense of who we are, and acceptance of the depth of who we are, which I share we are geniuses. Mm -hmm. our disconnection from each other our separation from earth mother earth and our separation from the quantum field the cosmos so our our believed separation (laughs) not really separate from it uh, thank you for that clarification Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. it is it it, it truly is a perception of how we want to think that we're in that separate space of disconnection mm-hmm. um and what i i share around this one problem and this one solution um it really is an outgrowth of, of that famous phrase of albert einstein who shared with us uh, you cannot solve the problem from the same level of thinking the problem was created mm-hmm. So what is what are we to do if we cannot solve this problem of separation <laughs> from the place uh, it was created? Mm-hmm. The 
answer is, comes forth through A Course in Miracles offers a, a, a very clear presencing of this journey back to the place the problem was created. In other words, to come back to the source of the thought that created this idea that we can be separate. This idea that we are in our egos and in separate, and we're simply just bodies walking around doing what we do. <laughs> so what I would like to offer today to your question, instead of separating the outer and the inner challenges oh. we face, we mm-hmm. look at it as a, a whole, a unified field. Yeah. And when we do that, what we recognize is that we humans share three key things, Lori. Uh, one is that we all share this problem of this thought system of our ego that keeps us in this idea that we are separate. Mm-hmm. Two, we all share another thought system, which is the thought system of our own genius, our own divinity. Mm-hmm. The Christ or the Buddha mind or the Krishna mind or the God mind or the higher mind or whole mind, whatever it is for you, I refer to it as our innate genius, our authentic selves. We all share that as well. And then lastly, we share the ability to choose either the thought system of separation of our ego the problem, or we choose to step into our greater genius, our greater oneness with it all. We have that choice. The conundrum lies, though, is we have to come back to the source that created the thought in the process, in the first place that we can be in a separate self. So the work that I do around unlearning is the journey back to the source. Mm -hmm. Because what I have come to know in my own personal journey, that it has all been given. We have been given this great gift of our brilliance. I mean, just look at this, these amazing operating system we call the human body. Yes. Look at this. In incredible planet that we share with this beautiful uh, abundance of life mm-hmm. in this b- ball moving through the cosmos. It's extraordinary. So we, we, we share this gift and this extraordinary beauty and ecstasy of being alive in this form, yeah. albeit is very painful. So, Just to be clear, I wasn't suggesting a separation between personal and collective. I do see them absolutely as one and the same and, and, you know, and asking that question. So I'm very interested in in how you talk about that returning to the thought that we could be separate, that that's the the, I could even say the joke that that were were even possible. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it is a bit of a joke. That is the cosmic joke that yeah. we're we're not enlightened. That 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 that's <laughs> simply not the case. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, we need something else in order yeah. we need to be better. Well, yeah, I, it's I, 
I'll give you a little backstory to that journey, that bridge mm-hmm. that I share in the divine genius, the unlearning card, and and the process, some yeah. steps to 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 move through the journey back to that choice point Great. where the source of that thought began. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's nothing defined in our outer world. It, 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 it that's just endless and fruitless seeking of our own sense of authenticity mm-hmm. but we we do that and i know that i very much spent much <laughs> of my 60 years doing that as well mm-hmm. but ultimately it's i i'm a huge joseph campbell fan mm-hmm. and early I on am too. <laughs> early, <laughs> early him and chatting with him oh fantastic times. oh yeah. yeah i'd love to hear more about what a blessing that. but i but i but i never forget I don't know if it was a hero with a thousand faces or one of his brilliant works that he was speaking to of our mythology of just being alive and our interconnectivity and all the things that he shared. And, you know, one of the things that he shared is, and I'm paraphrasing, he shared that the journey into the woods, in other words, the journey into our own shadow, into the into the adventure to be the hero or the heroine of our own lives to find ourselves in a place of lifting into our authentic self whatever that is on the spiritual path for each of us we take that journey but he said that the journey into the woods is simple compared to when you come out Mm-hmm. And you want to, you come back to live yeah. fully in the world. And, yeah. and I'll never forget, he says, you can do one of four things. So, okay, you can come back out and you can look around and you could say, screw it. This place is nuts. <laughs> it's insane. There's just so much chaos. I'm heading back into the woods, which a lot of people do. They go back yes. to the ashram, the TB. They hide in their sense of their own spiritual world. They're, they create a barrier uh, of in, in their lives, and they seemingly are here, but they're not quite here in this 3D material world, but they're off in a spiritual world. And, and so you can do that. The second thing he, he said, well, you can, you can come back and you could go commercial again. You just go back the way you were and you kind of surrender all the gems and the beauties and the teachings and the treasures of your journey. And you kind of put them over there and go, ah, you know, I need to conform and I need to, you know, I need to survive in this world. And some do that. Uh, Thirdly, he says, well, you can come back and you can share your soul's offering. Yeah. And you can bring forth your gifts and your lights and just share that you know, humbly with whoever wants to participate and share mm-hmm. with you. And then lastly, he said, if all else fails, you can become a teacher at the city college. <laughs> <laughs> that one I had forgotten. <laughs> yeah, right. So Campbell, I love that. And the reason why mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sharing this a bit with, with, with all of you, because when I came back from the woods, initially I said, oh, I think I better go back in the woods for a while. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, so I went back in the woods and went deeper and further, got lost a bit because that's part of the journey sometimes, but it, the movement into shadow and the shamanic traditions, we refer to it as the underworlds, the 13 underworlds. 
The, the long story short here is that, you know, when I came back, I wanted to share the treasures and some of the things that came became very much experiential through my research and study. Yeah. That's the hero's journey. Whatever really. that, whatever those bringing the boon, bring, back. bringing the yeah, bringing the boon back. And so that's that's what I, my offering initially began with my first of my trilogies, the Earthkeeper, undeveloping the future, mm-hmm. and then ultimately into the second. Uh, part of my trilogy, the divine genius, the unlearning curve. And so we, you, you, you spoke to what is it that brings us back to this proverbial home, mm-hmm. the capital H, what is it that, uh, that is a, a pathway or a process that offers us a way into our own genius to mm-hmm. our own, to rediscovering that back to that source that place of the source where we made the decision to, so we can choose into the authenticity of who we are. Now, of course, the mystics and the mythologies and whatever are the systems, be it the Kabbalah or our or teachings of Gnostic Christianity or the Buddha or any, many others offer uh, uh, the, these pathways back into the place of our choice point where we can really choose for our authentic self right so i i put forth an offering a offering that can support each of us and i believe it's it it, it does support it's universal on in other words it's applicable to all of us and can be supportive to all of us to take very clear steps on that journey to bridge our kind of our 3.0 nature, or excuse me, our 2.0 nature <laughs> into its fullest blossoming. In other mm-hmm. words, come from the old separation into the world of our oneness. And I call that the genius process. Mm-hmm. And what I share is the in the in the book, these 13 universal wisdom teachings that are stepping stones along the path that can help us return to the source of that decision so we can choose again mm-hmm. and i worked with this with many others and worked with this in my life and it and 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 it and it brings us back to that place so that journey is a journey of unlearning where we let go of those limiting beliefs where we move into an a journey we just kind of the proverbial cachet of peeling back that onion yeah. so but it's concrete because it's shared and it was shared with me from beyond the story of separation in other words we must listen to those guides within in the world that are offering the invitation from beyond the story we have many many of our teachers many of our places are sharing within the story which is Mm -hmm. great but the key is, is that's what's beyond this journey of separation so that the invitation can and take us beyond, not around, but mm-hmm. through and back to the choice point. So hopefully that's helpful and forgive my verboseness. But <laughs> <laughs> I, that's quite all right. And it out I, I, I'm, best I'm, really, can. I'm, I'm struck with that journey. Um, and I'm, I'm, looking at how you know my work has really been about 
that point when people do come through the, the, the dark night of the soul, through that, that inner journey, and what are they bringing back out into the world and how to stay connected with that. So that, because the reality is even if we, if someone goes back into that choice point, that's not a one and done thing. No. Even when we have the experience and so often in my work, people have that experience of going beyond separation, just knowing the, the, the truth that there is no such thing. <laughs> or I could say the truth that we are connected, that there, that I am a part of this infinite field as you are, as you know, we are, we are it. And in a moment we forget, Yeah, you know, life takes us out of that life interrupts that. And, yes. you know, and our human self wants to go back into what we, what was familiar. Yes. Yes. And so, um, and I appreciate that. And, and in your book, you talk about uh, the quest for the Holy Grail. <laughs> and and I really appreciate that because I'm actually I wrote a piece about I'll have to send it to you about what, you know, OK, I've found the Grail. Now what? Because there is a <laughs> there there are lots of choices with that and, and what we need to do, because there's that feeling sometimes of of being lost or of you stepped into the unknown. And perhaps it's a being in a field of just light. And where are the markers? How do you start creating the steps? How do you, where do you put your feet? Where do you buy the, the new backpack? Cause your old one's all shredded. Um, so I'm, I'm interested in what the Holy grail means to you. I mean, metaphorically. Well, thank you. Thank you for that. I, I think you positioned something that is so um, universal for all of us in our evolutionary journey. Mm -hmm. And I just, I, I want to touch on that because what you shared is, is so essential that meant, you know, and I can only share from my own journey yeah. in, in the world and out of the world and not being from the world, but <laughs> a foot in both worlds. It's exactly. And it's yeah. very shamanic in the, in the sense that we, we, you know, we, there's a, a pulse flexation, mm -hmm. a graceful movement in and out of the world, so to speak, but ultimately a seamlessness of it all. Yeah. And this is what we speak to. And it's quite normal and natural for anyone to be experiencing in some moments, the euphoria of the gems and the awakening and delight and deep love, and then go, oh, shit, what's going on? Mm -hmm. Wait a second. Well, if we weren't going, oh, shit, what's going on? We wouldn't be here. We're supposed to be here <laughs> having this journey because yeah. ultimately it's not the destination, of course. It's to be in a fluidity, a practice mm -hmm. of our own conscious evolutionary experience. And, and so that's what brings it so alive, uh, at least in my own personal life, is really finding and leaning into my moments of sadness mm -hmm. my moments of oh wait a second that doesn't seem a bit right i can i i, I want to enjoy the the the, the 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 just the indelible nature of being alive and being human mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you know and being in this 
beautiful operating system, as I mentioned to. And what I found is the key to that, of course, is equanimity and its balance between our body, our emotional state, our mental state, our spiritual state, our, our soul state. Mm-hmm. in our connection with the quantum field. Mm-hmm. Of course, that's the flu- connective point. Yeah. And, and, you know, the journey to the, the qu- that quest to have that equanimity, to have what uh, many have referred to as the grail, the, the, the holy grail. And, 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 and many ask, well, what is that holy grail? Um, is that the elixir? of eternal life. And this is an interesting uh, exploration about this elixir of eternal life because mm-hmm. we're on the cutting edge of our mo- molecular biology and AI and all the technologies that's saying this is the elixir to live, you know, uh, 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 perhaps forever if we offload ourselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, there's something that's pretty silly in its own <laughs> right, but is that the grail where we can become downloaded into a chip? Is, is it the grail that we seemingly could live a much longer life? I mean, for some, maybe each of maybe. those are, are appealing. I'm happy to live a long, healthy life. I'm 60 and I'm halfway through. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy to be in the journey of it, but the grail is a place of which we have never left. It's a place of our eternal immortality. In other words, when we move beyond the physical world, mm-hmm. in the in the our indigenous brothers and sisters uh, have known this for the millennium. Uh, in that when we move beyond our own physical world, we bring with us our own consciousness. Yeah, we bring with us the journey of the 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 depth of who we are as in our genius, mm-hmm. our light, mm-hmm. our love, our energetic field that is held within each of ourselves in our own souls. Wow. So I have found that that journey to that grail, coming back to that choice point, coming back mm-hmm. to that equanimity mm-hmm. of both my, well, 3D humanness and my 5D spirituality, yeah. cosmology is of genius, is the journey to the grail. And that journey to the grail is not about, oh, here's the grail, I found it. Exactly. It's about stepping into a place of living uh, in the world here and living in its oneness, in its totality. That is that the grail is a living embodiment of 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 life and the life force Mm. and the light. That's that is so just that I can put words to it because yeah. really no yeah. words can 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 describe. <laughs> That's very beautiful because it, it for me it really does it really does come back to or or maybe it just is in that sense of the the journey we make to discover who we really are when we've always always been there and yet we in our human creation have to seem to have to go through that separation that illusion of separation in order to return and recognize the the reality 
recognize the reality of our own divinity, as you might say. Right. And, 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 you know, perhaps a question for, for both of us or to explore here, Lori, is that in that journey, it, it, you know, have, do we not have an experience where we may be understanding something? In other words, there are many listening today and they're going, ah, oh, that's interesting. Oh, I'm, I, I can see, oh, I've read that. Oh, uh, I can feel, I can see that scientifically. I can see it in a linear and understand it in a linear way. But is the journey not one that is transcendent of the linear? Is it, oh, isn't the journey the one that invites <laughs> us into, oh, that take that heroes or heroine quest. Oh, the invitation. Is it not to go in and, create have those experiences in the unknown don't have did you find that in your own personal journey oh my goodness I, I, always and still yeah you know, and, and and that is the that's the essence of it. it 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 has never been a linear journey and I grew up very well trained in the in the linear model and so for me it was a lot of of I want to say unlearning as much as the willingness to go into the experiences that were being made available to me and, and recognize those experiences as the truth by which I could evaluate anything else. And so in that, in that opening of my own being and feeling that incredible love and connection, then it was, oh, when I start to have self-doubt, when I start to doubt, when I forget and this is another thing I wanted to talk with you about that. What I think about as oops, for a moment, I forgot who I am mm -hmm. and not to judge myself, not to be harsh with myself, but simply to have that little lightness of oops. And that's why I like that. Yeah. And it's that forgiveness for the belief in separation, the belief that I'm not yes. that divine genius, the belief that I'm not loved. Yes, I guess that's really for me what it has come down to that, that very old belief. And then and, and yet having the experience of being loved in such a profound way that that became the, the touchstone by which any other thing had to come up against and say, oh, I guess that's not true. I guess that's yeah. that old self-doubt. <laughs> yes. Yes. And beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And I'm, 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 I'm with you in terms of that journey into the experiential nature of moving from say a linear uh, study type of experience to really a living embodiment of what mm -hmm. is true for each of us. Mm -hmm. because it's not a function of somebody else's right. It's not a function of somebody else's path. It's really about becoming, in, you know, it, it's not the guru because we right. are the guru. Right. It, and it, it's not to be defined by another. It's, it's to be defined by uniquely ourselves. And that's, mm -hmm. that's the idea. And I, 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 you know, it was nice to hear you and share with you because I think many yeah, as you were sharing just before this, that we move into a place of our own default mechanisms and we fall back into the place of, oh, this is comfortable, even if it's painful or abusive. Absolutely. It, it, it's, yes. it's, 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 it's known. 
It's 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 just no. It's like oh, mm-hmm. so the 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 idea here, I think, which you shared um, in, in such a great offering, and I too have found in terms of my own experiential mm-hmm. journey, is that um, and it and it kind of goes to the also to the work of Dr. Bruce Lipton <laughs> in the epigen- epigenetics, and 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 others that are focused on the 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 experiential nature, the environmental nature Mm -hmm. that also plays a powerful role in our ability to Mm. take what is linear and maybe informational and move it into what is knowledge and wisdom in our lives that we can really live by. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. that invites us to the, to basically when we look at the malleability of the brain to rewire our brain, right? to really come into a place where we're not firing and wiring in old ways of our past and our conditioning, but to move into a place of, well, that's part of the unlearning in my opinion, but to move back into a place in the journey of, 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 of remembering of the deep authenticity of who we are and, and really the journey you shared was the one of forgiveness, which I do share as well, which every major t- tradition and, and, and leader or thought leader or spiritual leader all speak to this as numero uno, mm-hmm. and the idea of forgiveness in the beauty of forgiveness in the way that you shared is, is something that I, I practice as well. It's the oops. <laughs> I, 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 I must it's forgive, my, I must forgive myself, not, not for what, what happened, but I must forgive myself for what did not happen mm. and the air of the oops of not remembering yeah. uh, our interconnectivity. Yeah. It doesn't dismiss anything. It doesn't deny anything. No, it's, it's just not, not no. a matter of that because that <laughs> that's old stuff. That's way we do it often, but yeah. this is a way through the power of our lives and the ideas of our separation and our interactivity with others. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm was an angry man for a, a lot of my life. Um, I, I, you know, as much as I had joyful and fun times, Times there was a lot of angst and edge in my life experience, and you know, and first and foremost, it, it was a journey to forgive. Because with that, we we all are in the journey to love, are we not? We're all in the journey to the abundance of who we are and our deepest state, are we not? And that journey begins with a, a deep inner self-forgiveness so that we can live our lives in forgiving others and we can forgive our past. At least I'm I'm enjoying that journey through all the rigor that it takes and yeah. continuously. Yeah. Today. As I said way. earlier about something else, it's not a one and done thing. It's not. Yeah. It's not. It's 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 not it doesn't 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 work like that. Yeah. We want that. <laughs> the ego, the separate wants wants the one. Oh yeah. So anyway, so yeah, no, really deep and really important place for I think for us individually and collectively, mm-hmm. you know, as we move through these times yeah. of just tremendous shifting and transition. Call it what you like, but I'm I clearly, uh, mm-hmm. I recognize it, 
there's a great crisis happening in separation and it's the crisis of our own consciousness and our own sense of deeper inner grounding and truth and it feels very unsafe and it feels untrusting yeah and we must have that's what we're being witness to right now when we look out into the world and we say oh my goodness (laughs) what is this and i feel like you just gave voice to that in such a magnificent way Mm. thank you you mentioned a few moments ago you mentioned dr bruce lipton and um he he said that uh divine genius of your work is a consciousness template to apply quantum physics in real life. And I'd love for you to just to speak to what he meant, what you believe he meant by a consciousness consciousness template and how do you apply quantum physics in real life? Wonderful. Well, there's two parts to that question and let's 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 explore that first piece of the very generous uh, words from Dr. Bruce Lipton. And in thinking of a, a, a template is a kind of a general design. Mm-hmm. And initially, I, before I landed on the name of uh, divine genius, I was working with divine design. Mm. And and so the work that I was doing and am doing in my own research and my own mapping and my study is around the divine design, the blueprint, the elegant blueprint of the totality of of existence. Mm-hmm. Um, and that entails the, of course, our physical and material worlds of earth embodiment here and also the totality of our interconnectivity to the cosmos to the to the to to, to the universe to the quantum field the field mm-hmm. that holds the totality of all that it that exist that is in existence mm-hmm. and so what i recognized is that that in in in, in new science is is bearing this out Mm-hmm. Uh, Nassim Harriman, Dr. Lipton, many others have, have spoken to this throughout the ages, but now it's really being, say, proven. Right. We're seeing it demonstrated. It's been, <laughs> this is something we need to do. And I understand that as well. Mm-hmm. And, but, uh, and, and the idea is, how to, how, what is a template of, of the mind? Mm-hmm. And a template of the mind is one that, Bring, um, brings together the totality of what I have found to be the human experience. Mm. The totality of the human experience being our physical experience, mm-hmm. which is what we can call the physical body. Mm. The to- also the emotional experience which we can call the emotional body if you mm-hmm. like which is inclusive of our heart and the not and but also the mental body the mental experience mental body and then also the spiritual uh experience mm-hmm. which is inclusive of uh our our, our energy field as 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 not just as spirit but as in our soul our mm-hmm. our uniqueness is in our each of our souls so we have the body body emotion mental and spiritual we've heard this for other and hence the 
connection of that uniqueness to ourselves with the fifth body, which is the quantum body, the quantumness. Mm. So the idea of put forth by Dr. Lipton and also revealed <laughs> and shared in Divine Genius, the unlearning curve, is that the totality of our wholeness and our oneness um, is understood in the context and known, I should say, and in, in experienced within the context of those five bodies, body, mm -hmm. emotion, mental, spiritual, and quantum bodies. So what I um, offer through my own journey and own work with what I call the divine design, the mm -hmm. elegant blueprint of the universe is an invitation for the reader, the journeyer, the sojourner, the aspirant, <laughs> whatever that may, whatever you might be. Maybe I love you're all just, those words. Maybe you're just, maybe you're the adventurer, you know, but it's all fun. That's the key is have fun with it. Is a guidepost, a map yeah. along the journey into that inner inner world into the space into the place of our the depth of the what some call the, the temple of our soul mm. the place within ourselves that is has an inner connectivity to all those five bodies so hence it's a template of the quantum field it embraces the totality of who we are in our consciousness and in our expression of who we are as well quantum beings mm -hmm. and i believe and i share that you know that beautiful wayne dyer quote with you know a beautiful man and bless him in that you know we you know we're you know humans having this spiritual we're having this human experience as spiritual mm -hmm. beings yeah. well we're having this human experience as not just as, as spiritual beings we're human having a spiritual experience as quantum beings yeah we hold the totality of all that is our spirituality our mm. mental states our emotional states and our physical states so in mm -hmm. the totality we have a template of who we are and a map of our ability to move into that field, our quantum field of our consciousness, mm -hmm. hence a template for living a, a, a very conscious, loving, extraordinary life right now yeah. in, form, in form. So it's really about how to, how to live aligned with who we really are as as the as the creative essence that we are that's another that that might be those might be my words but i love that sense of the totality of who we are we leave we leave nothing out and say oh well that's a different part and i i, I so appreciate the way that you uh that you frame this template idea well, you, you, uh, you, you're, you're welcome for that. And of course, others have done it. And so the work that, you know, here is what back with, you know, what Campbell said earlier on, and then we can touch on your second part of your question mm -hmm. 
And that was, you know, what can you, what do you bring to the world and what can you share that mm-hmm. is of the piece that I didn't mention he, that he said was that's relevant for today. Right. <laughs> right. So we want relevancy to our, our work and our, what we're here because everyone has something to share mm-hmm. and everyone is relevant today more than ever, as a matter mm-hmm. of fact, but the idea of moving into the a template as guideposts to be defined by each of us in, in terms of our own journey to uncover that authentic being, that genius being, is is it 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 it, it offers uh, the, what I offer in the unlearning is that journey to a journey to that place of the totality of who we are, and. You know, for me, to your second point, uh, which I believe was, you know, how am I living that today? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and and again, it 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 it, it it's an, it's experiential, and you know, and and I and the and the template remains for me in terms of conscious living, a conscious lifestyle of mm-hmm. interconnectivity and oneness as as a as as a practice as a place of joyful learning and expression and the, and i i go back to to the four quantum phenomena uh because as a place to just hold the framework of my own living mm-hmm. and the four quantum phenomena are as follows one is duality the questions and experiences, well, here we are, we're in a physical world, we're living in, you know, gender, race, we're living in all this kind of cross, you know, black and white type of experience. And, you know, be it politics, you know, Republican, or, you know, we're living in a very dualistic world, that's what it is. And that that could be a conversation in its own right. So I'm embracing this, what my experience here in the dualistic nature as in the 3D nature, not that I'm somewhere else or not that I'm not a part of it. No, but I'm embracing that. The second quantum phenomena is something that they are, that they explore around uncertainty, the quantum physics, you know, there's just this tremendous uncertainty in the field Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and, and the, and the, the ability to, to um, experience that in human form is the invitation that each of us must uh, live in, in the uncertainty Mm -hmm. of our, our own conscious evolution and the uncertainty of life in general anyway. But therein lies the great secret of enjoying our lives, the uncertainty. So I love the uncertainty of it all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oddly, I've embraced it in my own personal journey. It's a way that I kind of practice and move through my day. I can let go of old stories or old pain. Remember, are we live, often live in the future's past. Yeah. Past guides almost nearly every decision we make, as you know, Lori. So uncertainty is the second piece of my current life experience let let me interject something really quickly in there because I, i that's i haven't usually i don't usually use the word uncertainty i use the word unknown but it's it's the very same thing and i love that um that living a conscious life and this is what i want to draw out of that to live to be conscious means that we have to embrace uncertainty we have to embrace the unknown because 
Otherwise, we're living in expectations and then we get disappointed and we're not present for what that what the field is bringing to us. Yes, yes, exactly. I mean, the cliche is, of course, the only constant is change. Well, yes, there's a little more to that. Right. Because ultimately, you know, the only constant in our conscious evolutionary journey is the uncertainty and the unknown. Mm-hmm. And the beauty of that is that the, the what I found as I moved through my life experience, the more I'm engaging in the certainty, the more I'm grounded in what is certain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, you think about it, an interconnectivity of oneness. There's no uncertainty there. Mm-hmm. It just is. It just is. It just is. Mm-hmm. And I'll wrap that this up because we've spent a bit of time with all of this. But I'll wrap up the third. The third piece, mm-hmm. is, and, they're, they're, and they they all go together, of my life experience currently is uh, uh, is it re- referencing back to the quantum phenomenon questions is is the idea of ent- of entanglement. So the 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 the, the shaman mm-hmm. is the one who is fu- fully embraces the entanglement of both the physical and the non-physical worlds Mm. and is able to uh, mediate between those worlds. So the ability for uh, myself, uh, I should say myself, not the best word there to describe it, but my own personal journey, Mm -hmm. and I believe it's very universal and an invitation for us, is to entangle ourselves with the field. Yeah. To entangle ourselves with the... with the quantum field. I mean, we're not separate right. than the wave, if so to speak. Mm-hmm. We're not just a particle dangling out there, you know, and that's what quantum physics is now showing us without getting wonky or getting too far into that. <laughs> but ultimately it's stuff I talk about and I love it, but it, if I, you're I not entangling, that, yeah. if you're not entangling, you're not on the, you're not on the playing field. Yeah. If and you're not, really it's impossible. So it's, imp- it's impossible. So you want to, you want to entangle and you want to entangle. I, what I find is just enough where I'm knowing, but I don't know very much at all. <laughs> so, so it keeps the magic alive. It keeps the innocent line. Oh, you know, one of the great things I learned in my shamanic in- training and initiation is, and it's a kind of an unknown truth of, of, of shamans is that is they, um, they're experts at um, if there is a word for that, if that's the right word, they they're masters of keeping secrets from themselves. Uh-huh. <laughs> masters cool. of we see and we can feel and we know, but nope, wait a second. That becomes more knowing, and this, and oftentimes we need to be in the unknowing and allowing the universe, the quantum field, to help inform us. And that leads us really to the fourth phenomena of which I, I'm practicing and, and experiencing is the a question of quant, of becoming the absolute oneness, the quinescence of which in the, in the Mayan cosmology, they referred to it's the it's, I-T apostrophe Z, it's which um, is best described is the the do, the essence, the sweet essence mm. that falls within our own personal journey of the elixir of eternal 
immortal life mm. of divinity and love. So that's the quant part of my journey is to 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 taste that, to come into a place where to feel the gratitude of those that I've been blessed with in my life, my children, my love, you know, others that have offered a place of 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 invitation into the elixir and of course the the beloved, you know, the divine, the divine mother. And so mm. that's that's how I'm living it living it today. <laughs> that's that's the conscious life. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, I'm Adam, I, I, I so appreciate everything you have been sharing and you know, wish that we could go on for a much longer time. I do want to ask if you will let people know how they can find you, where they can find your books, those kinds of things. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I want to invite everybody to please uh, peruse or explore my, uh, the website, adamhall.solutions, adamhall.solutions. Mm-hmm. And on there, um, I'm, I have several offerings uh, including a, a very rich treasure trove of blogs Great. that offer a lot of different insights into everything we just spoke about. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I just released a master's class. I did a summit recently called the Earth Keeper Summit. We had 80,000 participants, Lori. Wow. wow. And with Dr. Alberto Vialdo and the beautiful Marsala Lobos, as well as many other folks that many of you would re- you'd know. But I, I, I put the master's class on there. It's free. Under master's class, you can get that. And that's about creating impact. It's about discovering your own genius. And it's a lot of fun. It's a really fun course. And it just is simple, easy at your own pace. And it's just, it just, it, it's just a great exploration. It's rich in a Trevor Tobe. So check that out. There's also a free ebook on there about abundance. Mm-hmm. And speaking of abundance, I just released another book along with Divine Genius, The Unlearning Curve, called The Little Book of Genius on Abundance. Oh. And, and it's this is a little teeny handbook. I'm convinced that it's time to end, and you might agree with me on this, end the idea of lack and scarcity once and for Woo-hoo. all. And to really <laughs> step into abundance. And you can find those books on uh, Amazon. Great. Uh, worldwide. And I encourage everybody pick up those books. They're there in all formats and uh, pick, pick them up and check them out and, and get back to me. Let me know, drop me, drop me a note. I'd love to hear from you. And, and I'm inspired by our time together. Thank you and bless you and bless everyone. And, I, and let's make 2022 a year that we navigate these times of great change, knowing that we are connected and we're here to support and love each other and to do to do the good work that that we are here to do and to do it joyfully and i'm i'm all for the the joy part i'm particular. i'm all for that and i'm all for the co-creation part of that, that absolutely together amen yeah thank you adam hall for being such a delightful guest here on wisdom talk radio i really appreciate your presence mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you. and thanks to you for being with us today at wisdom talk radio Join us here regularly for more wisdom, discovery, and illumination. Remember that you can find us on your favorite place to listen to podcasts because there's so many platforms now. And if you've enjoyed listening today, please leave us a review. 
When you leave us a review, it's not just about helping us. It really is about helping spread the, the transformation and the wisdom that is available here because it allows more people to access that. And that's how we go about transforming the world. And for more about fast-tracking your ideas to creation and to revenue, find me, Laurie Seymour, over at thebacainstitute.com. Take the quiz that's there right at the front, right at the top, and find out your creative innovator's style. And even if you don't think of yourself as an innovator, I'm talking about what you're creating in your life. And that's so that you can turn your ideas into reality without missing another moment. Thanks for joining us here at Wisdom Talk Radio. We wish you well in your conscious explorations. For more information and to join in the conversation, our website is wisdomtalkradio.com or at Wisdom Talk Radio on Facebook. Facebook.